0: Back to It's the Little Things Podcast. I'm so excited to introduce one of my new friends, Liv Lomeyer. She is on the volleyball team here, and I'm just so stoked to have her on. Um, but Liv, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh, I'm Liv Lomeyer. I'm a graduate student here at Moorhead State. So it's my fifth year. Um, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. And I think that's about it. I guess I can tell you a little bit about my testimony. Uh, so I grew up in a small town church back in Cincinnati. Um, didn't really know what Jesus like on a personal level, so I got here um, to Moorhead and got invited to Better Life Church here, uh, and then I kind of just split my world upside down and just fell in love with Christ and got to know what he did for me on the cross and ever since I've been following him.
0: So. I love that. That's awesome. I think it's so cool to meet new people, and I'm just excited because one of our old guests, Alexis Struther, um she once said, you should, <laughs> you should talk to Liv, and I was like, well, okay. So here we are. We're talking. And um, I just am so excited, and so I guess we might as well just get started and yeah. ask the big question, um, which is, what is somebody or something that has completely changed your life that you've, you know, used throughout your days
1: here? Yeah, I think one thing that um, has definitely changed my life here at Warhead, and especially in sports, is that I'm, someone told me once that I'm not defined by my stats, and that was something that sometimes I still struggle with, but that I used to struggle with a lot, and that, like, okay, well, I have this big name on my back now, and I have to perform to that every game. And that's not true ever because Jesus is enough for me, and that's he doesn't care about stats. And that's, like, one of the biggest things I try to get through my hard head a lot. And um, sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's not. But, you know, stats are something that, like, it's so easy to look at in, like, all sports because there's so many, and everyone's like, oh, like, you didn't perform well because of the stats. Well, stats don't show everything, and that's obviously... a lot hard a lot it's really difficult to see that sometimes um but that's something that I've just been fighting with and still fight with but you know I'm not perfect and still work in progress so. yeah
0: I love that a lot because I know as a softball player myself you you get kind of into the whole you know what's my batting average is it over 400 like it, it's really hard to go through and be good at what you do when you're so worried about if you're good at what you do mm-hmm. and it is One of the big things that I think it's like the biggest part of playing a sport in college is just knowing that you are not defined by your stats. Like you said, like you are defined by the Lord above and he thinks you're perfect. So why would you think anything less of yourself because of
1: some numbers on a screen that won't matter in 20 years? (laughs) Yeah. And especially like, I don't want to like be brag or anything, but myself here, I got player of the year for our conference and i got that and i was like oh my gosh this is so cool but at the same time i was like is this it like i feel like there's something more in life And like just couldn't really find that and then i just kept seeking jesus seeking jesus and i was like okay well, like this is it like this is my something more that's going to fill that void in my heart and so that was just really fun but you know also after that yeah i was like okay well now i got that under my belt like now people are gonna have a target on my back right. about like okay well she's a good player like what can we expect for her now And like mm-hmm. everyone's watching me so that pressure can get to you too but you know, honestly, like, okay, I don't perform well. Whatever, like, that's not, that doesn't matter. Like, God doesn't see, oh, you didn't perform well, so I'm not gonna love you as much. Right, is like, if you do perform well, and I think that's like
0: a hard thing for me to
1: understand sometimes. Just like, no matter how I feel or like how I perform, the Lord loves me the same. Right, I love that. I love that
0: a lot, actually. That totally makes me feel better too because I kind of <laughs> needed that today cause you know, I'm sitting in chemistry and I'm sitting there listening to him talking. I said, I, this is going right over my head. I don't <laughs> understand a word he's saying. But honestly, if I'm giving it all I got, who cares? Honestly, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to give everything I have. But sometimes that's not enough for me and my human form. But who cares? Because the Lord doesn't care. Yeah, exactly. That He only cares about what we're doing for others and how we're treating others. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just in
1: sports, too. Like in the classroom, too. I know last last semester I no it was two semesters ago sorry last fall and so I was doing this really big group project and it was like a big part of my grade and like we didn't do as well as I thought we were gonna do and then I was like oh my gosh like I'm not gonna get the grade I wanted and like freaking out you know and then like now I sit here and I look back and I'm like that was not a big deal at all like that did not define who I am like as a person as a student like a follower of Jesus like nothing I was like that literally was just a freak out moment and like just like the pressure of like coaches with grades and like myself with grades and like Oh, what are people going to think if, like, I don't get a perfect A in this class? And, you know, it just doesn't matter. And that just, like, blows my mind to Christ that he doesn't even, like, care about that as long as you're giving it your best shot. Right. I think it is so
0: It is so cool because these little things that we put as our priorities or something that really, mean, like, affects how we go through our day, those things are a literal speck in the whole universe of – you know, him dying on the cross and we're sitting there comparing, like saying, Oh, my stats don't look good. Or, you know, I made a mistake earlier and, you know, he's going to hate me for it. He doesn't care. Yeah. It is. Somebody on the cross next to him was a criminal. And the Lord said, you know, I want you to come to heaven with me. And he did. So why are we so worried about these little mistakes that,
1: that don't matter in the grand scheme of things? Exactly. And it's like, again, like not even just in sports, like in life, like I've messed up. I've done stuff that I regret. Like, I've been selfish on the court, off the court, like, and he still looks at me and is like, wow, I still love you. Like I'm, I still died on the cross for you. And that's just like amazing thought to me. I love that a lot. That's really good. I think, um,
0: I saw a verse today. It was, uh, Philippians say it was in Philippians Mm -hmm. and it was basically just saying like, you know, you, what you're doing is, is for the Lord. Like everything Mm -hmm. you do is for the Lord. Mm -hmm. So whatever we're doing in sports, we have this platform of being able to be division one athletes and we have this huge platform to use and nobody's looking at our stats. Everybody's looking at, you know, how do you play on the field or how do you play in the court or how Mm -hmm. are you treating others? Are you being a good sportsman? Like That's what they're looking at. And we're so worried about our stats, whether it defines us as a good player or not, but your teammates aren't going to remember. Oh my goodness. I remember when you were playing, you know, Jacksonville state, you struck out or you, you know, Messed up, exactly. Nobody's thinking about that. They're thinking, oh, when you screwed up, did you throw a temper tantrum on yeah. the field, or did you get back up there and go up and you know right. treat everybody like they deserve
1: victory? Yeah. And I like a hundred percent like understand because especially volleyball, like it's such a fast game and there's so much going on like so fast that it's so easy to get caught up in the game. And okay, like that wasn't like the greatest pass by this person or like the greatest that whatever. And like you can start pointing fingers and stuff. And like I know I get caught up in that one hundred percent. And then I had to step out on the silence, and be like, okay, well, like, what am I doing? Like, what does the Lord want me to do? Like, how am I reflecting him on the court? And that's one of the verses I read down was Philippians 1.6, where it talks about that you're a work in progress, and the Lord's going to bring that to, like, completion. Like, I'm not the same person I was yesterday, but I'm not the same person that I'm going to be tomorrow or, like, the day after.
0: I love that. That was <laughs> really good. Man, that's got me pumped up. I'm excited. I I love that. You, uh, That's such a cool way to think of it because we're always thinking, like, oh my goodness, like, I was really trying to do this, but I didn't quite make it, but like you said, we are a work in progress, like, you're honestly not supposed to make everything you do, because this, the part of that failure is part of being a success in the future, Mm -hmm. and I, I think that's so, such a cool verse to think about, because we always want to be perfect at everything we do, and when we fail, we get upset, but we are a work in progress, and he's part of fulfilling
1: our plan for us, and like, we often think like well, i want something to change like right overnight well that's obviously not going to happen it's going to take like days and days and days years and years and years but in like the aspect of like perspective of eternity like your yesterday or like years and years is just a blink of an eye like you think that change is happening so slow in your everyday life but when you look back like i look back to two three years ago when i was a freshman sophomore like i'm not even close to that person that i was even though sometimes i may act like in certain aspects like okay well, that was my bad day or whatever, but like, yeah, it's just amazing to see like how much like I've grown and how much like people around me have grown. So, yeah,
0: I, I think that is so cool. I um I'm currently reading a book called the well-watered woman. And it's basically about how, you know, as people, we expect to just grow overnight, like you said, and just kind of, Oh, we got saved. We're a new person. Like we, we're not going to have any of these like failures mm-hmm. that we had before. But in this book, she basically goes to say what you're going through and, you know, what what you're building on your relationship isn't an overnight thing. And it's like a plant. You have to water it. You have to feed it. And it grows and it becomes beautiful. But a plant never stops growing. The roots right. keep digging down deeper. And I think that's so cool because it's true. Like, we want to be good overnight. We're just like, oh, I want to make this transformation like I'm ready. But, yeah. you know sometimes it's not in your plan for you to be ready instantly. Sometimes God is like, I want to test you a little, like how deep are your roots? Like how how firm are you going to stand when there's a storm coming in and you know, you're tempted by whatever Satan's got on a silver platter for you. Like, That's what he cares about. And that's, that's what I love a lot about the book. It's really inspiring because it, because it sometimes when I do feel like a failure and I'm like, my relationship with God isn't where it should be right now. Mm -hmm. That's not what God's looking for. Like,
1: he wants you to just be firm whenever the storm comes. Mm -hmm. And a lot of time with that too, like I know saying like plants thoughts in your head, like, Oh, like is my salvation even real? Like, am I truly representing Christ? Like as best as I could, like what, what, how am I putting out there? Like, Oh my gosh, I just embarrassed Jesus for doing this, whatever. Well, Jesus is like, well, like I know that's not you. I know your heart. Like, I know everything about you. I made you like the, and that just is like amazing. And then just like how patient God is with us, like changing and like transformation. And I, know, I was reading in Exodus the other day, and it was talking about, oh, like, Moses in the burning bush. And it was talking about how, like, Moses didn't start talking to the burning bush. Or Jesus, sorry, God didn't start talking through to Moses through the burning bush until Moses realized the bush that was burning, like, checked it, went when checked it out. And so one of the notes in my Bible was talking about, like, okay, well, like, what, what does God have in your life that you're missing and that you haven't realized yet? And that really got me thinking about, like, okay, like, who is around me that, like, can change my life that I haven't, like, said, like, oh, hey, like, how are you doing? Or, like, you know, reached out to them or whatever. And so that's just like, really, was really amazing to me. And like, just thinking like how patient God is and how like impatient we are as humans. And so that was like, wow, that was just a really eye opening moment for me. Yeah.
0: I, um, one of the reasons I started this podcast was because of just I go through a lot of stuff and I feel like sometimes I want somebody to that I can talk to that has gone through similar stuff but I feel like I don't ever have those people in my life yeah. at the time. So I'm like, I go through so many unique situations, I can't even <laughs> fathom them. But, but I was like, I'm, I need to start a podcast for that. And I think that's one of the things that I love about this is it makes me realize things about myself that I didn't even know. Like when I get to talking, I'm like, oh my gosh, like I needed this a lot more than I, yeah. thought I did. And honestly, there's some things in my life that I'm like, you're right. Like we aren't realizing the things that he does put there for us. But we got to do a little digging. Like, he's not just going to hand it to us mm-hmm. and be like, here you go. Like, right? here's what you need to learn today. Yeah. Like, he wants us to be yearning for him and yearning for, to learn more about him in our relationship. And it's kind of like a bright neon sign. But for us, we're so blinded by everything else going on. We don't even see it. Yeah. And he's just like, come on now. Like, I'm giving this to you. Ooh. And you're just not even seeing it. And mm-hmm. it's, be- it's because we're so, like, distracted by everything going on such as our sports and, you know, schoolwork and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, take a second, like take a second, slow down, stop. Yeah. And look at what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Like you said, there's so many people in our lives that he puts there for us to help us and for us to help them. And we're missing it every day because we're not
1: aware of what he's trying to do for us. Yeah. 100%. And I think too, like, you know, God, like I, we, I leave Bible study with one of my best friends and, um, we just have a really good community and that's something we wanted to focus on this year is just building community and like not just like okay well we're gonna stay here for an hour and like just talk at you like and you're gonna listen like no we want to like we're now we're doing like activities like tonight we're having a painting night and like we're just gonna like be there together and just have like conversation like build that relationship and like centered around Christ, which is like the absolutely like, like greatest and coolest thing ever because you know like no one's expecting you to be perfect in your relationship And that it's just, like, okay, yeah, we can relate on all these aspects. And, like, Jesus is, like, the center of that. And that is just, like, so amazing and so, like, unique and, like, just builds a strong bond. Yeah. I love that a lot. I One of
0: the things that I love so much about, you know, the Bible says so many times, like, community is so important. Like, you would be surprised, honestly, how many times it says there in the Mm -hmm. Bible. But I think that's something we forget. Like, we go through whatever we're going through alone, and that's not what he intends. He puts... He put so many blessings and so many people in our life for us to use and for us mm-hmm. to, you know, be like, Hey, I need help. Can you help me out? And I mean, that's part of community. And I love that there's a, you have that with your, you know, buddies and stuff that you have those people that, you know, if you're going through something unique that you just don't know what to do, like yep. you have that community that God has given you. Yep. And I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah. And I think also sometimes like with that, like we think not that we shouldn't go to God for everything, which we could, but like also like he's like, look, like, if you want, like, someone to speak, like, directly, like, what you want to hear, like, I speak through people, and that's, like, one of the coolest things, especially, like, one of my best friends, Trini Miller, like, there's just so many times I hear, like, God's voice through her, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is exactly what I needed to hear today, or, like, yeah, it's just amazing, like, to think that, like, I'm like, God, just speak to me, like, let me hear your voice, and, like, I want to, like, hear some voice in my head, like, it's (laughs) so crazy, like, that, but it's, like, he speaks to me in other ways like through the Bible is like the best way and I'm like wow how, how did he know I was going to read this today like <laughs> that I needed this the exact moment that I'm reading it but just like things like those are so amazing
0: yeah I love that I honestly yeah. I never thought of that like that he speaks through people but I, I love that a lot because like honestly I struggle with just reading it and just putting it into my life but mm-hmm. when somebody can explain it to me in a different way that it's not in the Bible I'm just like oh, there it is. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I've been needing. But it's coming, all coming yeah. from the Bible. Like when Pastor Daniel from Better Life, when he says something, I'm like, why have I never thought of it that way before? But it's because yeah. he is speaking through people, and he knows that I struggle with just sitting mm-hmm. down and just reading straight from the Bible. And he's yeah. like, here you go. Like, here's somebody that can help you understand yeah. it a little better than you were understanding it before.
1: Yeah, Pastor Daniel is really good at that, making it like, like – just not, I won't say like dumbing it down, but like you know sometimes we think like oh the Bible's complicated. Well, it's not always complicated to read, but it's complicated to apply to our lives. Right. Right? And he gives you like steps of application. And I know that has helped me like tremendously. Just like yes. listen to him. He's like okay, well like if you want like this to change in your life, here's the, here are the steps that you need to do to like get that in your life. And that just like makes it easier for me and like just like processing God's work and not just being like okay, I'm just gonna read through it, just say it, like read it and like check it off my list, but to like dive deep and like okay, well like put myself in the story, how would I feel in that situation? I know, like, with, like, again, I said, i reading Exodus, and, like, Moses is, like, going to Pharaoh and, like, saying, like, let my people go and stuff, and, like, would I be able to, like, go to, like, Pharaoh and be like, right. hey, God told me to tell you that you should let his people go, or else, you know, he's gonna bring some harsh punishments on you, <laughs> but yeah, no, like, that's just, like, so crazy in that, like, people, like, had that much faith in God to, like, just go and, like, do as he said and, like, not know what was going to happen.
0: Right. I I think that is so so cool because so many times we have to take, like, a leap of faith, like, especially in sports. And I know I'm applying this a lot, but it's easy for us to understand. Yeah. But um, especially in sports, there's always something new that they're like, hey, why don't you try this? And mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. I feel comfortable doing what I'm yep. doing right now. But we have to take that leap of faith because, I mean, so many people in the Bible did it. It's not even funny. But mm-hmm. they they – do this. And they take a leap of faith. And you know, sometimes it doesn't work, but that's all right because it's part of the plan. But then they keep trying. Like he kept going to Pharaoh and he's like, let him go, Mm -hmm. let him go. Come on now. And God was working with Moses and was like, Hey, I'll help you, but you've got to do the hard part. You've got to go to him and confront one of the most powerful men in the world at the time. And he took that leap of faith. And every time God provided every single time, even though to him, he was like, come on now, like, just let him go. Like, yeah. seriously, what's going on? Yeah. But he he just kept taking that leap of faith. And that is such an important thing because as Christians, we've kind of gone dormant. And we're just like, mm-hmm. okay, you know, like, I'll I'll put a verse in my bio and I'll yeah. just expect people to know that I'm a Christian. Exactly. But I'm not going to really go out because I don't want people to mm-hmm. hang out with me just because I'm Christian. Yeah. But it's like, come on. Like, you have so many people that you could, one, be showing the, the amazing word that we have in front of us. And, but we're... We're so scared of just people how they're gonna look at us and how people are gonna talk about us. But who cares? Moses yeah. literally could have died going to him. And all we have is a little bit of people talking behind our back. Like, yeah,
1: there are worse things yeah. that could happen, honestly. <laughs> exactly. And
0: I think I just think yeah. that's so cool. Like just a leap of faith is all you need.
1: Yeah. And I think it's going off of like faith and stuff, Hebrews eleven, I think it is talks about like it's like known as like the hall of faith or whatever. And it talks about like there's one verse or so that's like we're not even like worthy enough to know some of the names of like people that had faith in God and like what they did. And it's like, that like really just spoke to me. I was like, wow, I don't even deserve to know their name for, the, because of the things they did for God. And like, that just like blows my mind. Like we think all well, these people are, like, oh yeah, well it's probably easy like to have Jesus right there in front of you being like, okay, like follow me. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. But they didn't know who Jesus was. Right. Like, he didn't, he hasn't done anything. yet to prove to them like, oh, well, this is what I can do. Like, if Jesus were to come to me right now, like, would I follow him? Like, right. If I didn't know any of this stuff in the Bible, like, would I just be like, okay, like some random guy comes up to me, like, am I going to follow him? Or right. am I just be like, oh, okay, right here. Like, I have my life right here. Right. Well, what's crazy to think about is, like, like,
0: back then when they would say, like, Jesus is the Savior, like, he came, he resurrected, and he's the Son of God, they would stone them to death. Mm-hmm. We don't get that here. Yep. So why are we so afraid to go out and be like, hey, guys, I want to scream this from the right. rooftops, like, the Lord is how you're gonna get to heaven. <laughs> yeah. But we're we're scared of that because it's we're just scared of we just gotten in our heads that like what we're going through right now is worse than what they went through, yeah. but
1: that's not at all the same yes. because they would literally die and right we just have people talking about us, like, yeah, who cares? And I think one of the coolest things I remember from Athletes in Action like a couple of years ago, they were talking about like you had they ask you a question and you have to answer in a percentage, like, how sure are you that you're going to heaven? And you know, people were like, Oh, like 60, 70, 80. Or, like, some people are, like, oh, I don't know, like, 10, maybe. But, like, the answer, like, there's no, like, right answer. Like, it's either you're going or you're not going. You're either 100% going or you're not going at all. Like, have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior or have you not? Like, that's right. that's the determining factor. Like, do you believe or do you not believe? And, like, that was just, like, a really eye-opening moment. Because, you know, I was one of those people that was, like, I oh, don't know, like, 80. Like, <laughs> some days, yeah. Some days yep. I'm, like, oh, I have no idea. But, like, you're either going or you're not. And, like, that is, like a scary thought it is but like i know i'm confident that i'm going to heaven and that i'm going to meet jesus someday
0: yeah i love that a lot i think one of the things that i struggle with personally is just kind of struggling with like i know my relationship is not where i want it to be so mm-hmm. i'm afraid to be able to talk to other people and be like i know my relationship isn't great but like you need a relationship yeah. with god like i i have never known how to confront that but yeah. realizing now is like Nobody needs you to be perfect and have this perfect relationship yep. and honestly showing them that you do make mistakes. It's honestly better because they're like, okay, I feel a little yeah. better. And I think that is now, now that I'm learning with this is I'm like, obviously my teammates know I'm not perfect, but they know that well, I'm working towards a relationship with God. And I think that helps not only them, but even the people that listen to the podcast, like I know I'm not perfect, but I am working towards a relationship and that's all he wants. Yep. He doesn't, he just doesn't want you to stop searching and yearning for
1: him that's that's yeah. all he asks yeah and then he doesn't ask for perfection it was like one of the coolest things ever because i'm like such a perfectionist perfectionist at heart and i'm like oh my gosh everything i have to do has to be perfect 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 and it's not like oh my whole wars, world is like coming down and crumbling but like he like does not expect perfection perfection by any means and like he knows that we're going to make mistakes but he died for those mistakes right and that is like one of the coolest things but yeah i'm just yeah it just blows on every time. So. Yeah.
0: I, I just love this. This was like the best conversation ever. This was so just just yeah, breathtaking, I guess. I just, I'm at a loss for words at this yeah. point, but I am so glad you were able to come here, and I'm so glad we got to meet. Yeah. I don't know if y'all knew this, but this is our first time meeting, and it's pretty great, Um, but I'm so glad that you came on here, and I am just excited to keep seeing you through the yeah. dorm and come watch your <laughs> games and stuff and um, thank you everybody so much for watching I really appreciate it stay tuned and go be the reason somebody smiles today uh, of course <laughs> y'all have a good one Here, make someone smile today be the reason they smile today and do something kind for others um, keep up that positive spirit and that positive attitude and whatever you're going through you can get through it because the Lord is good and you're tough. You're a tough cookie. And um, I'm so thankful for each and every one of you for listening. So thank you so much and stay tuned for next week. I will be having a new guest on next week and I'm super excited. So um, stay tuned. Bye.